Welcome to Shipwreck Sunday, where we investigate disasters at sea and the impact that they have on the world today. My name is Eleanor. Today, we will be discussing the controversial and viral disappearance of the Titan submersible on its journey to Titanic, killing all five people aboard. If you want the complete story on this disaster, stay tuned. Quick disclaimer for our younger audience before we dive in. This story does include details of a maritime disaster resulting in the loss of a vessel and death that may be disturbing to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised for those under the age of 13. Please keep in mind that I'm not a mariner or expert in the field of maritime history, but I've done my research. Okay everyone, let's get into it. This is an ongoing situation, and so my information will only be accurate up until the date I finish writing the episode. That date is July 7th, 2023. Other developments may come out later, and we will come back to do updates once the investigation is finalized. This episode is going to be a basic layout of all the information we know so far, as well as dissecting the insane rumors and memes that have graced the internet since the disaster happened. Okay, with all Shipwreck Sunday episodes, we go into the specs of each ship. According to the Economic Times, the Titan was an advanced submersible with a very unique construction using filament-wound carbon fiber and titanium. She was 22 feet long, or 6.7 meters. We don't have an exact calculation of her beam, but she was described as being about the size of a minivan. She weighed around 20,000 pounds, or 9,072 kilograms. She was designed to achieve neutral buoyancy when she reached the sea floor, being designed to remain submerged for up to 96 hours. Her passenger hull, made of carbon fiber and titanium, was innovative and rendered her lighter than most submersibles. Keep this in mind for later. There was limited space for her passengers since she was about the size of your average minivan. The occupants would rest on the flat metal floor and lean up against the curved metal walls, with no room for chairs and little headroom for standing. There was overhead lighting to be able to see inside the cramped space. The submarine was sealed from the outside with bolts to prevent occupants from exiting unassisted, which would freak me out. I'm claustrophobic and this detail, plus how small it was inside of this submersible, is making me feel very uncomfortable. As for amenities, they were rudimentary at best sandwiches, water, and a small toilet. Titan was launched from an icebreaker that was chartered by her owner, OceanGate. This was pretty routine, with Titan and this icebreaker safely delivering numerous people to Titanic's wreck and back. We're going to get into the Titan's supposed capabilities, then we will get into some of her previous issues. According to documents submitted in April 2023 to a U.S. District Court in Virginia overseeing Titanic-related matters, OceanGate claimed the Titan had the capability to dive to a depth of 4 kilometers, which is about 2.5 miles. Titanic, for example, is about 2.4 miles or 3.75 kilometers deep. That means Titan could just barely make it to Titanic safely, though with an apparent safety margin. She'd apparently completed 50 test dives, including to depths equivalent to that of visiting Titanic. The test dives took place in deep waters near the Bahamas as well as a pressure chamber. If there were an emergency, the Titan was equipped with certain safety mechanisms to cause her to resurface. If you didn't know, submersibles use weight to descend, much like a hot air balloon. So to ascend, they'd release sandbags, lead pipes, and an inflatable balloon. 
According to the design, these would deploy automatically, just in case the inhabitants are incapacitated. So we know what the Titan submersible was capable of. Now let's look at some issues she had in the past. In 2022, Titan was on an expedition to Titanic when she encountered a battery issue during the first dive, and this would require a manual attachment to its lifting platform. Big yikes. If you've never heard of Josh Gates, he's the host of Discovery Channel's Expedition Unknown, and he has personal experiences with the Titan. He tweeted on Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, that Titan, quote, did not perform well on his dive down to Titanic for an episode of Expedition Unknown. Quote, Ultimately, I walked away from a huge opportunity to film Titanic due to my safety concerns with the Ocean Gate platform. There's more to the history and design of Titan that has not been made public. Much of it concerning, his tweet continued. On the Today Show, he talked more in depth about the situation, saying, quote, We had issues with thruster control. We had issues with the computers aboard. We had issues with comms. I just felt as though the sub needed more time, and it needed more testing, frankly. He also told today that he'd actually traveled with OceanGate for about two or three hours in 2021 while the company was still running tests but and before the Titan made her first manned voyage down to Titanic. Quote, I have to say, there are aspects of the sub's design that are incredibly impressive. There were also aspects of it that frankly just seemed like they needed more time or work. I totally agree with Josh Gates on this being what happened with the submersible, and I'm glad he's come forward and said something. If you still, for some reason, wanted to take an expedition on the Titan, it would be a 10-hour expedition that would cost you $250,000 per person. Just to put that into perspective, that's more than it cost for Derek and I to buy our first home. So, this is for the insanely rich that have a lot of disposable income. The reason it takes 10 hours is because it takes roughly two and a half hours to get to Titanic, then you spend some time touring the wreck, and you have to take your time coming back up due to the changes in pressure. You've got the money, and you've got the chutzpah to take this journey. Now comes the waiver, which is so comforting for you since it mentions death in it at least three times on the first page, and it outlines all of the potential risks of taking the expedition. After this, you receive a ton of instructions on the protocol for resurfacing safely in case of emergencies and all of that good stuff. I personally wouldn't have gone through with this, even if I had that kind of money, just due to the risks. Let's go over our five men inside the submersible. The first is the CEO of OceanGate and the pilot of the Titan submersible, Stockton Rush. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding this man, so I'm going to try to stay as neutral as I can. There are plenty of videos out there roasting this man. I don't need to add to the dogpile. By all accounts, Stockton Rush was a brilliant businessman and adventurer. He founded OceanGate Expeditions in 2009, a privately owned tourism company. In 2012, he started the OceanGate Foundation, a nonprofit that works to develop marine history, science, and archaeology. Rush was even quoted in a 2017 issue of Fast Company magazine as saying that he wanted to be the first person to go to Mars. He was 61 years old. Our next passenger is Hamish Harding, a 58-year-old billionaire businessman from the UK. He was always down for a good adventure and was known for his big dreams. According to NPR, he was a Guinness World Record holder for the fastest flight around the Earth's poles in 2019. Not only this, but he broke two other world records for the longest duration at full ocean depth by a crewed vessel and the longest distance traveled along the deepest part of the ocean. He also owned the company Action Aviation. 
Next is 77-year-old Paul Henri Nagolet, nicknamed Mr. Titanic for his vast knowledge of the beloved White Star Liner. He served in the French Navy for 22 years before he retired in 1986, and then worked for the French Institute for Research and Exploitation of the Sea. While he worked for them, he led the first recovery dive to RMS Titanic in 1987. According to his stepson, he'd been to Titanic's wreck 35 times, and his stepson believed him to be the world's Titanic expert. Our last two people are related, so we will talk about them together. Their names are Shahzada Dawood, a 48-year-old father, and his son, 19-year-old Suleiman Dawood. Shahzada was the vice chairman of Engro, a Pakistani energy investment company, as well as Dawood Hercules Corporation, an investment and holdings firm. Suleiman was a first-year business student at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow, Scotland, and according to their family, the two loved adventuring together. Unfortunately, this adventure would be their last. Shahzada was obsessed with Titanic, like many of us are, and had always wanted to see it. However, according to his sister, Suleiman quote wasn't very up for and was quote terrified of going on the trip in the Titan submersible, but did so because it fell on Father's Day and he wanted to make his father happy. That just makes their loss even more tragic to me. Now we will cover what we know about the trip up to the demise of the submersible. Remember, this story is still developing, so details may change later. And if they do, I will update you. The Ocean Gate expedition's trip began in St. John's, Newfoundland, and they departed aboard the Polar Prince, an icebreaker, and the mothership, making the roughly 400 nautical mile journey to Titanic's wreck site. Unlike a submarine, the Titan submersible needed a mothership to launch it, had fewer power reserves, and couldn't stay underwater as long. The mothership is able to communicate with the Titan, quote. Via text messages, which are exchanged via a USB-L or ultra-short baseline acoustic system, according to Ocean Gate Expedition's website, the sub was required to check in with the Polar Prince every 15 minutes or more, and the USB-L is the only communication between Titan and the surface. As for the clients or mission specialists, they'd received the training that I told you about earlier to get the basics on how to drive the Titan. Other than that, they aren't required to have previous maritime experience. The Titan was rudimentarily equipped with repurposed everyday items, including a cheap $30 Logitech gaming controller used to steer the vessel. If you read the reviews on this controller on Amazon, it says it has problems with connection, so that's a great sign. On Sunday, June 18th, 2023, Father's Day, Titan began to descend, beginning her 10-hour journey to Titanic and back. The last communication received by Polar Prince from the Titan was at 11:47 a.m., about an hour and 45 minutes into her journey, and the vessel was scheduled to reappear by 6:10 p.m. But as we know, the Titan did not return. By 6:35 p.m., the authorities were notified. The crew had 96 hours of life support, which is pretty short, so there was only 96 hours to find the missing submersible. Oddly enough, sounds could be heard underwater, allegedly including the tapping of SOS and Morse code. The sounds of the submersible creaking, tapping, and bumping around, as well as the tragic sound of the terrified passengers, could be heard with hydrophones, and that makes this story confusing. As soon as the submersible went missing, search and rescue efforts were underway, combing thousands of miles on the North Atlantic and at least two and a half miles deep, around 3,800 meters deep in metric measurements. What makes everything more confusing is, according to the U.S. Coast Guard, the sounds generated in the ocean were more than likely made by something other than the Titan. 
According to Rear Admiral John Mauger of the 1st Coast Guard District, quote, there doesn't appear to be any connection between the noises and the location of the debris on the seafloor. Debris? What debris, you might be asking? Well, there was a debris field found roughly 1,600 feet away from RMS Titanic, and this indicated an implosion of the submersible, most likely on Sunday, the day it was launched, but we'll never know for certain. Mauger went on to say, quote, the debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. The efforts for recovering the submersible and the bodies of the five missing men continued near the Titanic. According to Yahoo UK, the passengers' final moments were sitting in the dark as they descended, since the lights were turned off to conserve power, and they listened to music on a Bluetooth speaker with their cell phones. They were instructed to wear thick socks and hats to keep warm inside the submersible. Sometime during the descent, disaster struck and the submersible caved in on itself and imploded. Apparently, presumed human remains have been found within debris recovered from the debris field near Titanic, and the U.S. Coast Guard and U.S. medical professionals are going to formally analyze the remains. This news broke on July 4, 2023, so it's pretty recent. The Marine Board of Investigation's chairman, Captain Jason Neubauer, said the following, quote, I am grateful for the coordinated international and interagency support to recover and preserve this vital evidence at extreme offshore distances and depths. The evidence will provide investigators from several international jurisdictions with critical insights into the cause of this tragedy. There is still a substantial amount of work to be done to understand the factors that led to the catastrophic loss of the Titan and help ensure a similar tragedy does not occur again. I'm glad the investigation is ongoing and that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are looking into the deaths. Wreckage of the Titan has been recovered, as seen in St. John's in Canada on Wednesday, July 5th, 2023, which showed a crane hauling the Titan wreckage off a ship called the Horizon Arctic. The U.S. Coast Guard has confirmed that five major pieces of the submersible have been recovered so far in the debris field, which lies off the bow of Titanic. Pictures show the submersible's porthole with the window blown out and titanium end caps from the sub. Large clumps of wires are shown peeking out from bits of debris, and this will all be studied to determine exactly what went wrong. Pelagic Research Services is still using their ROV to comb the debris field and search for evidence. On Thursday, July 6, 2023, it was reported that finally, OceanGate has suspended all exploration and commercial operations after the implosion of the Titan submersible. I got this information from CNN, and they cite OceanGate's official website as their source. Okay, we have the story laid out. Now we get into the rumors, speculation, and memes. Please remember that these memes and jokes are being made about real people. Please be respectful of the five lost rather than encouraging continued joking. I know just from scrolling through my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok feeds that some people were insinuating that orcas might have attacked the Titan submarine. This is just a ridiculous rumor to even start in the first place. I understand that a pod of orcas sank three ships off the Strait of Gibraltar recently, but that is such a rare situation. According to the unit director for marine mammal research, Andrew Trites, orcas do live in the North Atlantic Ocean near where Titanic sank off the coast of Canada, but they do not dive deeper than 100 meters or 328 feet. Titanic is approximately 3,800 meters down or about 12,500 feet. Sure, the submersible probably didn't make it that far, but neither did the orcas, so that's off the table. Now, the memes. 
I'm only going to go over a couple of them, but there are thousands on every single social media platform. I'm not going to read them out because it won't make sense. So if you're on an audio only format, I highly recommend watching the video format so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. These memes were recovered from my personal social media accounts while the victims were still assumed to be alive. They poke fun at the victims. It's disgusting to see others make fun of people who died so tragically. Sure, they were rich and they were making an unnecessary trip to Titanic. We'll get to how I feel about touring the Titanic later. Regardless of how much money they had or the poor choices they made, there should still be a modicum of respect for these people. I understand using memes to get through pain. I personally love a good self-deprecating meme since it doesn't hurt anyone else. Even Subway, the corporation known for their sandwiches, had a billboard at the Rincon, Georgia location that said, our subs don't implode. This is just disrespectful beyond belief. This just pushes it too far in my opinion. But what do you guys think? As for tourism to Titanic, I used to want this kind of opportunity, I'm not going to lie. I would be a hypocrite if I just hid behind my keyboard acting holier than thou and did not admit that I would have loved the opportunity to see Titanic's wreck with my own eyes before this incident happened. However, I believe this is a sign from nature that Titanic should be closed for tourism and only open for researchers to visit. The ocean reclaimed this vessel 111 years ago, and if we don't respect the ocean, accidents like this can happen. Can you imagine if this submersible had damaged the wreckage of Titanic? Victims aside, I would have been livid. Titanic is not only an educational tool for researchers, but most importantly, she is a gravesite and that needs to be respected. It might just be time for the human race to leave Titanic alone and to let the ocean consume her in peace. There is something else with the Titan submersible we have to mention. It has garnered a lot of media attention because of its affiliation with RMS Titanic and with its lost passengers being so wealthy. A migrant ship was lost in the Mediterranean on June 14, 2023, and it has been described as one of the worst disasters for the Mediterranean Sea ever. The Adriana was a trawler carrying migrants from Egypt, Syria, Pakistan, and other Middle Eastern countries. 78 people were confirmed dead, with another 500 missing, and only 104 people were recovered of the roughly 750 passengers on board. This is something that deserves a much larger spotlight in the media and has not gotten it due to the Titan submersible being much more popular online. It's a disgrace and I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't admit something. Even I didn't know about this until one of our lovelies pointed it out for me. We will have to cover this story this year as well. I just want to see if any more information arises since there's still a lot of confusion surrounding it. If you'd like to see that video, please let me know in the comments section. This is all of my thoughts, the news surrounding the Titan Submersible, and everything we know as of Friday, July 7th, 2023. There's still a lot we don't know, and I will continue to update you as more comes out. Rest in peace to the five victims of this tragedy, as they are still human beings and deserve to rest easy. I hope our society can learn from the mistakes made by Oceangate and Stockton Rush. Submersibles and submarines have come a long way since their invention, but continued improvement is obviously needed. If you want to hear another story regarding an ill-fated submarine, check out our video on the Soviet Kursk K-141 submarine. Thanks so much to our lovely patrons for subscribing and supporting the channel and myself as a creator. You guys are awesome and it really does help us out. If you'd like to help support this channel and future episodes, go to patreon.com slash shipwrecksunday to join.
Thank you for tuning into Shipwreck Sunday. If you liked this episode and are listening on YouTube, please give us a like, leave us a comment, and subscribe to our channel. If you liked this episode and are listening on Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, or another podcast service, please subscribe for more content and leave us a five-star review as it does help us reach more listeners like you. If you have any ships you'd like us to cover, please leave us a comment and you might hear your favorite ship here on the podcast. Check out our community tab for updates and interact with us. And we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in next Sunday for the story of MV Salem Express, a passenger liner that sank in the Red Sea in 1991. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.